Hello. Thank you for joining me on the Beers with a Minor podcast. My name is Mad Mumsy and I've been driving the huge dump trucks in Australian open cut mines for over 10 years now. I wish I had a dollar for everyone who said to me, how does a little thing like you drive those big trucks? You must be rich. Oh, how do I get a job doing that? My mining friends are asked these questions all the time too. This is what started the Mad Mumsy journey to share stories and tips from living a mining lifestyle and to let others know what it's really like. Are you looking for a dream job in the mines? Not everyone is cut out to be a miner, but why not? What does it take to thrive and survive in this industry? Tune in each episode as I sit down for a relaxed chat, usually over a few beers, with a fellow miner. Women and blokes with various experience, roles and opinions share their lessons and stories with you. Now let's dig in. Get it? Dig? Mining? <laughs> oh, I crack me up. In this episode of Beers with a Miner, I chat with Karen, a lady in her 50s who had a dream. A dream to become a dump truck operator in the mines. Determined, focused and willing to do everything possible to make her dream a reality, she reached out to me, Mad Mumsy, looking for a mentor to help. An instant friendship began. I couldn't let the opportunity pass to share with you what we've been talking about so in this podcast you'll be able to listen in as we discuss and celebrate the small wins on her journey to becoming a dump truck operator what steps did she take what challenges did she have how long did Karen keep persevering you might be amazed and what other stories unfolded as we digress slightly as Mad Mumsy does sharing thoughts on our mining lifestyle I really enjoyed our chat. We were in our in my donger at camp. Sadly, there were no beers involved this time because I was heading out for night shift. However, that's only part one. And as you'll see, beers did become a play as we celebrated as her journey to become a dump truck operator becomes reality. I hope you enjoy. Now let's dig in. Okay, so here we are, Karen. We're going to speak today about your journey to becoming a dump truck operator, which is something that you have a big dream to become. And as all the listeners will hear, Karen has taken some extraordinary steps to make this a reality. So I guess... First of all, welcome, Karen. Thank you very yeah. much. <laughs> welcome to my humble donger in camp. <laughs> um, sadly, we don't actually have beers with us today because I have to go out for night shifts. So, yes. But this is a part of one podcast and you'll hear some more later. And we will, hopefully, fingers crossed, be definitely having a few beers to celebrate your new job as a dump truck operator, which is getting closer and closer as we speak. So I guess my first question to you is why do you so desperately want the role as a dump truck operator? 
Very good question. <laughs> um, it has been a, a bit of a journey and I, I have been actually thinking about this in the last couple of days and it's funny, I, I've watched TV or you'll see a video of a dump truck and you think, oh, it just gives you butterflies in your tummy. You think, I want to conquer that. Um, I think when I was younger, you know, you went through the stage where you rode horses, motorbike, you know, we had an old three-wheel Mazda, you know, the bomb that you went around the paddock and all that sort oh, of thing. Oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and then, you know, not that long ago, I, I um, was able to drive an excavator and things like that. And I think it's almost, and I've got my um, heavy rigid license, so it's oh. almost like a progression. I want, to, I, want to chal- I want that challenge. I love driving. So I think that's that helps. Yes. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, just I'm fascinated. I want to know how it works, not totally mechanically, but um, they just, I think I'm in awe of the machines and yeah, I, I'm looking for the challenge and I'd love to down the track even become a trainer. Oh, oh, that's wow. possible. Awesome. Mm. I'm sure you will. Oh, thank oh, you. We, we have spoken quite a bit lately and you've definitely got trainer bones. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not for you, it sounds like it's not just about the money or would that be an added bonus? Because some people just want to do it for the money. That's well, all they see. Yeah, but I think that's changed over the years too, hasn't it really? I don't, Especially I don't, the last year. <laughs> right, exactly, coal prices, etc. So I think it, it's become more... I don't know. I just it's also become a challenge to get that job. I really wanted I've worked so hard, gone down so many avenues to improve myself and to try and tick the boxes, I guess, to get there and I just know that's what I want to do. And how long have you been ticking boxes to get your dream role? <laughs> uh, six years. Six years. Mm-hmm. Wow, six, six years ago, it would have been all about the money for a lot of people. Well, yeah. it probably did start off that way yeah. when I think about it. It probably yeah. was about the money originally. And, yeah, that just changed along the way. And also um, the fact that I have been uh, working in the mining environment in, in different areas – I've learned, you know, I've learned about remote sites and, you know, the safety and all, all the different aspects and, and how you get on with people and and I like the lifestyle. Wow. So that's another added bonus as well, I believe. Yeah. No, that's good. Well, to me, we are starting to become great friends yes. now and I can tell that some people are cut out to be a dump truck operator or a miner in general and others aren't. They, I've seen people come and go in my over a decade now of experience who whether they fell into it or whether they chased it they finally got it and then they, they just can't do it for whatever reason they can't hack the rosters it's just a little bit all too overwhelming and scary I had one young girl who probably early 20s and I was hugging her in the truck and she was crying she was just saying I can't do this anymore she just didn't like the hours she couldn't cope with the hours she couldn't cope with getting yelled at occasionally and I'm not not very good at that as (laughs) mad mumsy followers would know it's all about controlling your emotions (laughs) but you know you can cry in your truck no one can see (laughs) um so yeah and there's a lot of people who just don't realize how much goes into it and then there's the whole safety thing and you know if you do something wrong they they Yes, you can hurt someone, but they'll stand up in a meeting and basically threaten you with, uh, you signed a bit of paper that said you know how to do that, and if you don't do it, you will go to jail. 
you could lose your house. It's not just about getting hurt. It's there's a lot to it. The opposite example of that, I guess, is people that have driven the the heavy rigid licensed yep. people, the semi trailers oh, yes, on the yes, highways. Yeah. And I had a and road trains, yeah, etc. That's right. Probably at least two I can think of that came through. And they've been doing that for years and they thought, oh, it'd be good. It's, you know, we're home a lot more than, say, their interstate truck drivers. But they can pull up when they want when they're on the highway mm. and they can kick the tyres and check their ropes and, <laughs> you know, whenever they choose. Whereas out here, you get told when you're having crib and when you're not yeah. and when to park up. Don't park up too early because, you know, it's all production and 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 stuff. So... There's a lot of a lot of things like that that people don't think of as well, and that's where Mad Mumsy brand comes comes mm. into it. I want people to be aware of it, not not just how to do it, but should you do it? Can you do it? Can you cope? Can your family cope? Mm. Anyway, this no, is about me. <laughs> no, it, no, it's, it's very um, interesting because I guess I am lucky because of my housemate actually being in the industry as well. So I know, like yourself, what, what she's been through in the last two years of, you know, so, you know tra- bawling her eyes oh, out. And, not know. just me. No, 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 no she <laughs> has too. So, um, and, she, and she said it is tough and, you know, it and, and you do get yelled at and all those sort of things um, and you get grumpy, you know, drivers and graders and things like that. Um, but, you know, she said you do have to toughen up. And, um, That's right. But, you know, she loves it and she said same thing she just feels that I'll I'll be fine as well and everyone has their down days and up days in every job um that's part of the challenge I've been fortunate to for the uh seven years of my career I worked two jobs two different jobs um so I was, I was used to doing the 14 hour days so I feel some of my careers that I have done you know I can sort of put them in, into that as well and and have those life experiences and uh, as I said I'm sure I'm still gonna have the down day yeah <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of different personalities in every every area so that's right and I, I guess something else there's a big part of my message is so uh, a lot of most of us are our our own harshest critics yes. now I beat myself up if the truck broke when I was a greenie mm-hmm. trainee I'd cry because I thought I broke it but it turned out they were changing contractors and they weren't buying spare parts, they weren't fixing them, driving them till they broke, you know, and they were breaking all the time. And I thought it was me and I'd come in the next day and I'd want to find out what what was wrong with it and did they fix it and was it me? You know, whereas now it's, oh, do I, you got any other trucks? <laughs> <laughs> I next. think I'll be like that, but hopefully, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, I, was, I probably would have been worse when I was younger, but I'm, you sort of get That's a little it. bit, yeah, better as you get older. But, yeah, you're right. I think I'd be the same. Oh, God, did I do that? <laughs> yeah, and the other thing too is someone might be grumpy, but you don't know what's going on in their life. True. Or they're just flat out and they haven't got time to make sure they're being a bit nice about it. They're just trying to be direct, mm. tell you where to put the dirt <laughs> or yep. tell you to stop while they get ready or, you know, the dozer drivers are um, famous for that, synonymous for that. <laughs> so, you know, you just if everyone just backs off a bit, mm. you know. But times have changed when I was doing it. They used to actually even yell at yell the F word at you over the two-way. Mm-hmm. You'd probably get marched out the gate now. You, you're just not allowed to swear on the two-way most sites. Mm. Um 
So, you know, I don't how they got away with it back then. <laughs> oh, dear. All right, so I guess the next step is mm. you You said um, you've been ticking boxes, I believe, yes, in our yes. pre-chat yes. <laughs> for <laughs> six years now. So let's let's start to run through what those boxes, some oh, okay. of those ones that you are. Well, I was living in a different state and um, I said I was pretty keen. So what I kept doing was flying up. Uh, flying into state and and trying to do different courses and things like that um, to better myself and um, eventually I ended up living up here and kept pursuing it further and ended up getting into with a recruitment agency to give me a go as a housekeeper but in my preparation wanting to be the best (laughs) at that um, I managed to speak to a manager of a I think it was four or five star hotel and just said to him, could you, could someone, one of your housekeepers teach me how to make beds uh, correctly? Oh, wow. And uh, so I spent a couple of days there learning and then they offered me a job and I said, nope, I'm heading out to the mines. And uh, also uh, kitchen hand was another thing um, at, at the mines as well. So I guess I was trying to do that sort of work to see if I could get closer to the mine and um, and the contacts to, to obviously still get onto the dump trucks. Um, so, yeah, eventually I was given a go at a mine and um, and they actually said, oh, after being with a recruitment company, the, the company that was there said, uh, you know, would you come and work for us? So I did that. So what were you doing? That was, was on a mine site? Uh, well, it was, yes, but it was, um, they, they asked me to um, be in the kitchen and I didn't like, I like being outdoors. Yeah. <laughs> so th- therefore I, I sort of decided to leave there and, and just went to another company and, and kept doing housekeeping because at least then I was outdoors. I didn't like being in the kitchen in that closed environment. Yeah. So, and continued doing more courses. Um, got my heavy rigid licence. Wow. Uh, did my first aid course. I was, as I was just trying to get as many boxes ticked. To, um, to help me along the way um, to my dream of being a dump truck driver. So another thing I did do, um, Lisa, Dump Truck Discoveries. Yes, my good friend Lisa, who will be interviewed or by the time you listen to this, I uh, can share. Look in the show notes for the link to the interview with Lisa Mertzopoulos. Hope I got that right, Lisa, from Dump Truck Discovery over in WA. For those of you that don't know, Mad Munsey is more based in Queensland, uh, in Australia. A lot of what you will hear can be used in mine sites or work in general, but I'm trying to focus more on Queensland. And so, you, Karen, you said you moved into state that was mm-hmm. from. Uh, Victoria, Victoria yeah. to Queensland. That's correct. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I had had a, I had lived in Queensland as a child. I'd sort of gone between the two states, but um, my heart was in Queensland. I yeah. love Queensland. It's a great place to live. Yeah, yeah. it yeah. is. I love the weather. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Although she's a bit warm now, we might take a break in a second, put the aircon on for five yeah. minutes. <laughs> We're in the donga. We had to turn turn the aircon down because. Once you get your dream job as a dump truck operator, you'll realise how loud some of those air cons can be on night shift when you're trying to sleep at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Mm. <laughs> oh, dear. So, but we digress. Where were we? Yeah, oh, so, Lisa. Yes, yes, Lisa. So um, I bought her e-book. Um, there probably are a lot of scams out there, but she, she seemed pretty genuine and I she thought of, and her, the price and everything was reasonable and a lot of information in there. It was really, really good. A lot of um, contacts, civil and mining, contacts of different companies. And, mm-hmm. and her journey too was very inspiring um, of being a travel agent. And uh, 
take, took her a while. She got a few little knockbacks as well along the way, but she, once again, determination, and um, and she got there too. So, um, yeah, that was very inspiring. And, and of course, the great thing is, like yourself, Mad Mumsy, you're on Facebook, as is Lisa, and... I mean, I can't remember how many years ago it was, and I, I should have actually checked that, how long ago I actually signed up to Lisa's ebook. We get Monday mentoring, so there's always things. She's always putting jobs and things on there on my Facebook, so it's great, you know, the contacts there. I actually, uh, she recommended WA Resumes, um, so I actually used her to get my resume done as oh, well. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So what sort of things did they tweak on your resume? Oh, gosh, I'm just trying to think. Um, it, it was just more showing about the... Uh, the dump truck and and trying to get the uh, the skills transferable that was the word for transferable <laughs> skills um, of what I had done in the past in into the dump truck um, resume so yeah, yeah that was really good and yeah. and uh, so yeah that was another good thing I got a you know the Lisa's contact there so yeah um, just keep trying and trying and then eventually I I got onto a recruitment company and I. I was lucky enough to find a lady that didn't mind me pest me pestering her every <laughs> month, um, and just checking in to see if anything's happening and things like that. And also, my housemate was um, lovely and actually wrote, was with this person um, in this um, recruitment company, and she actually wrote a, a reference for me too, saying that she'd worked, a character reference, saying that she'd worked with me, and you know, we'll look at employing Karen. So. Um, and, and she's a dump truck operator. That's correct. Working in the mines, so she knows yes. what it's really like. Yes. Yeah. It's not yes. someone else giving you a character reference, but they have no idea about mining. That's true. So that in itself is probably a great tip. Yeah. Find someone in mining to give you a character reference about why they think you could hack it. Exactly. <laughs> yes. It yes. might help, you know. Yeah. Because yeah, well, they do ring. They do ring your referees. Yes. Um, we've, uh, yeah. They don't. You don't just put it down, and they. You don't even hear from them. True. Yeah. Yeah. So that yeah, that's basically what happened. And then uh, I met up with you. <laughs> I got the nerve. I thought I need a mentor, and and I, and I noticed you know on Facebook that you you were in the the Bowen Basin. I had no idea where. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> and um, I continued housekeeping and continued you know ringing different recruitment companies as well as the main one and. Um, eventually, um, yeah, it, it paid off one day after it was just lovely. That was ironic that I'd met you at that time. And then, well, I, I'm going to stop you there yeah, because sure. I'll just share my side of yes, that part okay. of the story. With Mad Mumsy, you know, it's a blog and I've got a passion and I'm sharing a story and I'm trying to do 20 things to, and you're like, down to earth. Well, oh, thank you. Um, like this podcast, which we're recording and as we record this, it's not live yet. I don't actually have a podcast. So if you're listening to this, that means oh, Mad Mumsy took action and it's out there, which is the plan. But I received a message through Facebook from a lady called Karen asking if I would mind mentoring her to help her get a job as a dump truck operator. And I, I literally scream. I'm like, oh, no, me? Really? And then I was like, Oh, okay. And I kind of put this other hat on that I didn't even really know existed. (laughs) So thank you, Karen. You've really inspired me to keep going with with my message. And then we messaged back 
uh, you sent me your resume and I had a look and yep. and then um, eventually, because I had quite a few things happening at that time as life gets in the way, I was going to the Writers' Festival. That's correct. In Ellie yes. Beach. You know, that's tough. Someone's got to do it. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, we decided to try and meet up and... It turned out that we were staying at the same camp, or well, you were working, and well, we're both working, but we were staying at the same camp in the Bowen Basin, and I freaked out because yeah. I thought, no, no one knows who I am. Well, a couple of people, and mm. what if it, what if it's this one, who, and what if it's that one? Oh, who is it? And then I started looking at all the cleaning <laughs> ladies differently, thinking, do they know that it's me, and I'm ignoring them? Anyway, we finally met up. Yeah. And um, had two a and a half beers. hours later. Oh, no, we didn't. We had coffee, didn't we? We did. We oh. just chatted like we'd been friends forever. That's right. Yeah, exactly. Totally on the same wavelength, yeah. and we will be friends forever. I think so. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm sure I'll be the same as your flatmate as well because yeah. she's um, a great supporter of Mad Mumsy. Likes everything on my Facebook yep. page. So yeah, yeah, and then. While we were having this official meeting, we had notebooks and everything. It was a bit special. <laughs> and I, you know, one of my main tips was networking and um, while while you're out here talking to everyone and go up the pub and have a drink and yes. talk to different people and ask them what they do here. And, you know, anyway, in walked this fella <laughs> and... I started it. I, I said, so what do you do here? And, well, about an hour after that, and he was about to go, and, and I said, well, uh, because that's right, he thought he might have been able to have an opportunity for you yeah. in a contracting role that he was about to go and start. That's correct, yeah. Yeah, and you were just about to let him go. And I'm like, <laughs> well, I think um, we need to at least exchange a phone number here, and the energy going on between these two was great as well. <laughs> But we won't go into that. That's another story. That's, that's another, another podcast. Yeah, that's another. That's in part two. <laughs> but um, it really brought home that point to seize the opportunity because mm. he very well may have got you that job. Yeah. It didn't turn out. And then it was only a few days after that that you – did you ring me or send me a message? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I, I did. I, <laughs> I, yeah, I got a phone call from the recruitment agents. No, I rang – rang my recruitment agency and uh, and she had received an email probably an hour and a half before I rang her um, saying they needed some training dump truck operators. So it was just amazing. It just all fell into place. So I'm currently going through the process at the moment um, of each level. So I've got through level one. Which was? These uh, psych tests, a psychology, well, I'm just trying to think what they call it, psychometric Psychometric, I think that yeah, might be right. Yes. Yep. Um, testing, and uh, that was, um, oh, I failed, I don't think I did well, and stressed myself out. <laughs> Which was the next level, the results, <laughs> and you sent me yes, I did. the, the results. I said, well, and that's you been said, my biggest tip to you all the way through, is just take each step at a time, that's all you can do. You said celebrate, and also the fact that you said just always be honest as well. You know, be yourself and be honest. And uh, so I've progressed to the next level now, and um, I'm sure I'll get through that. And what's the next <laughs> um, level? That is an assessment, and then after that will be a medical, and then there'll be a sign-up day, and then um, meant to start middle of um, December. So and all very exciting. <laughs> that's right, and it's now the end of November. Yes. So it's, it's unfolding really quickly, and... 
we caught up when I was on day shift last week out here. We actually did go and have one beer each. Yes. Oh, look at us. <laughs> and um, just a catch-up because that was that was when you'd found out that um, it looked like you were going through. You, you'd you sent me that email and yes. said, oh, these are, it's all been set out. You go here, then you do this, then you do that. I yep. said, I think we need to meet up. <laughs> you did. <laughs> and that was when we decided, I said, let's record your journey for the podcast as we're going along. And I wanted, I thought, three parts and we'll put them all together. Depending how long they end up, there might be a two-part podcast. But Definitely. I thought the first part was we'll sit down and tell us about your journey and about all of those boxes that you've ticked and why do you want to be a dump truck operator. And then we'll talk about the next step. But it's happened so fast that we're already five steps in. Exactly. It's so exciting. Yeah. It really is. It's so you'll, And you're leaving. And that was why we had to meet up this week. Yes. And Karen's that's... not going to be at my camp anymore. <laughs> and that's really strange too because I had spoken to my other recruitment agency um, that I work with for the housekeeping and I said, how much longer do they need me here? And she said, we need you to finish up on the 27th. But um, it's quite funny because a lot of the cleaners here have said, stay here, We, I'm sure you'll be back, I'm sure you'll be back. And I thought, I don't want to be back. <laughs> but it has been amazing. Look, the people I've met on the way have been, and, and a lot of them, we're, we're still friends, we keep in contact, we go and have lunches together and um, it's really good. There's been some really nice people and as I said, I, you know, my other friend that is a dump truck driver, we ended up... She said to me, come back up to Queensland. I was in Melbourne and um, and come and live with me. You can, you know, rent a room for me. And that's yeah. basically – and the support I have is amazing. And, and you know, I was getting back to you. I was, I was nervous about asking you to be my mentor. I, I think mm-hmm. I was a little bit scared of rejection. But the whole mm-hmm. point of, of being a mentor, I was looking at it more your knowledge. It wasn't, oh, gosh, you know, maybe Mad Mums would be able to get me a job. It wasn't about you getting me a job. It was about just – Seeing if I was doing everything right along the way, I guess, and that, that's what you want from a mentor. And, and as I said to you, I'll still be bugging you, you know, after, after I'm done truck driving to get to get your knowledge, I guess, and, you know, and um, experience. And well, that's fantastic. Years. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I guess that's that's what a mentor is to me is just you know someone that can just guide you, not not me to come to you and say, you know, get me a job. I want to use your contacts. It's, it's not for that. It's to actually, you know, just, just yeah. give me that guidance. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I I made a conscious decision a while ago and nothing against people that do share heaps of jobs on Facebook especially mm. and Twitter. The Twitter sphere is crazy for that. But I wanted to be different. Um, but I have found that when I come across – a good job, yes. I, I'll do it. And a big part of that was because I was running Lisa from Dump Truck Discovery. I was um, the social media manager or something right. of her page while she went on an um, extended holiday and I was oh, I was freaked out. She asked me to do it. She said, I'll pay you to run my blog while I'm away, or not, not the website, but her Facebook page. And... You know, like she has Monday mentoring yes. and she's, there were dates and times and it was awesome. She gave me a great procedure because she knows who her people are, who her peeps are, you know, yep. and when they're online and everything. And I learned so much from doing that. Mm. And it was also I had to sign up for all the 
job agencies to get the alerts yes. so that I could share them with Lisa's tribe. Um, and so I still get them. And then I'll, I'll share a lot of what Lisa does at Dump Truck Discovery as well. So I'm trying to find that balance between job sharing but more because um, I'm a bit of an old hippie. <laughs> but you're, you're a strong way back. Storytellers, things. they're based on, on facts. And as I said, I just, I mean, the the 10, the women that you did the top, you know, getting their information from the top top 10 women. That was, oh, Mad Mumsies, Team 10, yeah, the girls. Yes. And I the mean, guys. I loved it because oh, it, there's just so much honesty in it. And rawness probably isn't the word, but it's just, it's down to earth. And, and I think maybe that's what you're talking about from your hippie side as well. That's you know, yeah, a bit like um, kiss, keep it simple, stupid. It's, yeah, you know, it's exactly. easy to read and you know, it's well, great. Well, it's I'll add a link to that in the show notes if you haven't uh, downloaded that. It's just a simple PDF, which wasn't quite simple actually because I'm a bit of a techno geek as well, so <laughs> I don't have any VAs as I'm, as we're recording this, but. Um, yeah, it did take me a while to get that simple PDF to actually work. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I I know quite a few awesome women in mining and, well, in, in general, mm. but in mining and, um, yeah, so that's, that's what started that. And as we speak, I'm also doing Team 10, the guys, where I ask the same question. Yes. Yeah, so the first question was, what does it take to thrive and survive in a male-dominated role? So it's pointed directly at women how to handle or, you know, working and, and experiences that other women have had in that mining environment and not just mining. My sister is um, has done a lot in construction as well mm. and I've got my accountant who's never worked in the mines but she does all our taxes <laughs> and so, you know, Mad Monsy, mind, body, spirit and money in mining is kind of my go-to words and yeah so it yeah it, it was interesting to hear the similarities and the different journeys of mm. the women and then I added my little comments in there my mum as well yes. she started as cleaner ended up as a laboratory supervisor wow retired now and she was had some great information because she was doing it back in the early 80s I think we worked out and um Times have changed so much since then. And, yeah, she was quite horrified that I put in her 70s. <laughs> she said, do you have to put that in there? Can't you change that? And I was like, well, no, because it shows that it yeah. was a long time ago and that, you know, she's come around. Exactly. Love you, Mum. <laughs> yeah, so um, I'll, I'll add a link to that in the show notes. But um, that's the thing. You, you just meet so many people and you learn from them all and that's what a lot of – their tips were once you do get a start and yeah. we'll continue this conversation once you do get a start yes. which is going to be it's, soon i know i know yeah, and just listen so and take everything in and you don't yeah. have to do what everyone says just... i mean you think about it it's i mean sign up day is the 7th of december i mean how that's not very far away you know, not at all no so it'll it's all two just weeks going it's just all going lovely it's really sort of working out well yeah I'm but so proud if of you. if it doesn't happen which i hope i'm sure it will i will i won't give up i'll keep going i'll keep going because... and we did have that conversation yep. i think last week yep. because you thought you'd fail <laughs> i'll add a link in the show notes as well to these site tests you can go and take practice tests so yes. it gives you an idea each 
global company has a different one, but nearly all of them. So if you're not computer illiterate, literate, <laughs> if literate. you're not computer literate, yeah. I suggest you start playing the kids' games or something because um, a <laughs> lot of the kids them to you show have you. to do it. That's right. <laughs> did you do it at home, Karen? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah I did. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm okay with the computer. <laughs> I'm okay with the computer too, but I know I one of them I struggled with and one of the tests I did before I got this job and okay. it was the mechanical one. And, you know, I know when I go out to my truck, I know what to look for, where the oil's, you know, those sort of things. LSD, fuel, they say. Think. LSD is a good way to... Leaks, security and damage. Okay. So that's what you're looking for. Is everything done up properly? Has anything been damaged? Because yep. you need to write that down so you don't get that's shafted for it, blamed start. for it. Yep. Yeah. Or it might be affecting the truck too if it's been damaged. So And leaks, security, everything done up and damaged. My big thing has always been about wanting to become the best operator I can. I want mm. to put my truck exactly where I want it to go. Yes. And... You know, I've, we all have our moments and there's been times I'm totally in the wrong spot and or the mirrors and, you know, like you yeah. can come across 20 different reasons why you didn't get it there. Exactly. <laughs> or where you want it to go isn't where the dose driver, you know, because you're yeah. like, are we on the same page here? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. <laughs> More under the shovel or whatever. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so this test that I had to do was more like an engineer's test in my mind it was levers and pulleys and gears and and if if the cog goes this way but which lever will move it yes that cog there and and then um the smaller cog would make it go faster and bigger and uh, to the left to the right and Mm -hmm. oh and the good thing is our multiple choice and to be honest, by the end, I was pretty much guessing because I'd lost all my confidence. <laughs> and I did. It, it took a bit, but I followed it up to find out my results because I didn't think I did I did well. And I didn't get that job. And mm. I put it down to miss it, messing up that test. So I, And they said they don't usually give it out. But about a month later, I got a follow-up call. And I said, you know, you should give people feedback because... Mm. How am I going to improve? I did the pre-test and got them all right. And then when it came to the 40-minute actual test, mm. there were heaps of things in there. I was just like, not, not my department. <laughs> I don't have to fix have the that truck. Knowledge. No, exactly. <laughs> no, I have to I not break to, it and yeah, stuff. Yeah, know how to fuel it. <laughs> That's it. And, things like that. And, and if you're a trainer, you know, some trainers, they tell you every single in and out and this and that and my eyes do tend to glaze over when it comes to <laughs> those sort of things. Oh, you know, anyway, that's another whole show. Note to self. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. But I know what you mean. It's like when I learnt the excavator and, um, you know, that sort of machinery, I wanted to know about the grease nipples and I wanted to know, you know, how to check um, the filter, you know. Yeah, because the, to me that's all part of your preset. And you want to feel confident that you can do that. That's right, yeah. You know, and it is. It's part of the mechanics. I mean, it's, it's probably basic stuff, but you still want to know how how those things work. So. And also it's a safety thing. Yes. You want to know when you get in that truck that 
you have ch- done your pre and checked and those it things. will stop yep. and it will steer. They're the two main things, yes. steering and brakes. <laughs> yes. Yes. If <laughs> exactly. any of those are looking a bit dodgy, don't. Unless the water cart's been along and you yeah. end up slipping and sliding. Oh, yeah, there's plenty of other, plenty of other <laughs> things. <laughs> yeah, but as far as that, I remember once there was a truck and it, we just, it was night shift. We turned up. The truck I was allocated was broken down in the strip somewhere. And I was at the crew park. They called up and said, right, that truck's right to go. And I got down there and it had blown a steering hose. So when you blow a steering hose, you've got no steering. And it is just, it air? Is it an air? A hydraulic. Hydraulic. Usually this okay. one was a hydraulic steering hose. They're quite big. Right. And if they blow, you, you've got a little bit of steering. It depends what sort of truck and everything, but okay. you've got a little bit, and that's why we have the big bums everywhere, yep. big um, piles of dirt to stop us when things go wrong. Yep. And, it, and they're the sort of pictures that you you see on the internet all the time, trucks up sideways, and, <laughs> but that might have stopped you going nearly a kilometre down or yep. whatever, so as long as they're built right. Anyway. So this truck was in a weird position in an intersection that had blocked up basically three dig units so this truck needed to get fixed straight away so I got in it yeah it's good to go go and get in your truck so I got in I took off and I'm trying to go around the corner and it was going the other direction I'm like this isn't right and I only had because it was a basically like a tea intersection but at each part had big buns in between I was just like this isn't right anyway it turned out that it had happened just on shift change they take the fitter had taken the old steering hose off and hung it on the on the truck. Mm-hmm. They told them when they did their shift change, they brought the new steering hose out. They replaced it all and everything, but they did the wrong one. <gasps> so they fixed the good one, and the broken one was still bugging. And I'm trying to drive it. Oh. Lucky it was flat. Oh, <laughs> oh like, this truck won't go. It doesn't <laughs> run. Yeah, you're losing your power steering when you're driving. In your car, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Really feel like. And so the supervisor called me, you got that truck out of the way? And they went, well, actually, no. <laughs> it won't behave. What do you mean? <laughs> oh, yeah, so some things you can't see, they're just going to happen. They're That's where they're the sort of things that some people go, oh, that sounds a bit scary. I, I really don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like I think Sue was saying, like, you know, she's on the road and it was skidding all over, but she said, but this is, I sort of think, this is part of your training. You're going to learn, not everything, but your trainer is going to give you a, lo- a lot of information and you're going to do your wet driving, wet road driving and things like that. Not all sites have those. Okay. Um, Apparently this one does. Do. That's, that's awesome. They <laughs> are quite renowned for okay. good training. You're oh, going, yeah, fantastic. I believe so. But um, a lot of, as a trainer back in my day, mm. you really um, wanted that. Because here we are in Queensland, it rains a lot, not to mention just dealing with overzealous water cart yes. operators, which can happen, or the I water cart that. pump breaks and all the sprays are on and they're meant to be off and, you know, like yep. things go, <laughs> can and do go on. <laughs> um, or it rains and it's a bit scary being in a truck and it's, you full, know, it's really wet. wet and the, yeah. the scarier part is when you're the one loaded going up a ramp and there's a truck coming down the ramp doing... Yes. Going round and round, you know, like, oh, get it together. But um, a lot of places won't do wet weather because it's hard on the tyres. Oh. They don't, they, you know, and tyres cost 
40 grand each or well they used to be they're probably a lot more than that now yeah. depending on the size of the truck and sure um so a lot of places won't do it and because it's space and it's tires and it's time yeah. and un- unfortunately you know i really do believe that everyone should do it but something that is a good way I recommend, and then we should probably stop because we could talk about mining for hours. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> I'll just share this one though: is if the water cart has been and you're on a flat area, especially on the dump or something, yeah, you're not, which you will see sometimes doing purposeful skids because you know that's not good for the tires either. But it's good just to have a little feel of what the truck's going to do. Okay. Just let see it what slightly move. There is or, or not. Yep. Even because you've got to turn a corner when you're doing your turn up at the dump to okay. you know or wherever just to oh okay yeah just get that little feel of it yeah mm. these well, are the sort good. of things that will um, come with experience yes, <laughs> and that we'll talk about once you're in there and yes and different trainers say different things some really i don't think you'll you'll get this but there are some that just want to sleep in the seat next to you yeah okay. but especially if they're training someone who they know um, is competent. Is competent. Or, or, they've been doing it for years, confident. but they've actually got to go and get passed out on this truck, on yes. this site. You know, uh, sorry mm. to all you trainers out there <laughs> because there are some awesome ones who are passionate. Like, I'm sure you're going to be a great trainer one day, Karen. I really I do hope believe so. that. I, I really, yeah, I, I think that's that'd be amazing. What a great yeah. goal. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And a big part of the steps ticking all those boxes is mm. to get this start which is what's coming up next and we will sit down together and share that with you as well so Excellent. we might end it at that today terrific i'm gonna get very ready much. for night shift <laughs> yes thank you very much for chatting with me it was great thank you here we are back in my humble donger with karen this is part two of our previous interview where we talked about Karen's steps on her dream for a dump truck operator job. Welcome, Karen. Thank you very much, Mad Mumsy. It's nice to be back again. Oh, it is. <laughs> and this time we have news. Please do share. Well, first of all, I think we should crack a beer. <laughs> Why are we cracking a beer? Yep. Karen. Ready? <gasps> on three. One, two, three. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> Yes, we have great news at last. Um, I've gone through some steps um, with an assessment and my medical and all clear. So the time is coming where I will be in training, sign the traineeship papers. So at last, it's we can enjoy the beer. <laughs> oh, yes, let's have a drink on that. Cheers. This Cheers to you. <laughs> this is my first Beers with the Miner interview, and you are now officially a miner. In the club. <laughs> yeah, so you have a start date. Yes, I do, um, the 16th so of December, so very exciting. And as we record this, it's the 9th of December. 8th. 8th. I'm today. only up in the day ahead all week on all my notes. <laughs> you like savings Oh, yeah, maybe. In other states. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that, that's fantastic news, and... Um, the journey from last time we spoke, you you had a few more steps to yes. take. Would you like to share those with us? Yes, um, I did have a few more. So at that stage, I think I'd done an online test um, right. and that had gone okay. It was a bit nerve-wracking because I, I didn't hear from my recruitment agency 
um, over the weekend and, and then Tuesday um, I found out. By that time I was nearly climbing the wall thinking I'd failed, but obviously, you know, stressing. Um, and You and did send me a couple of texts. Yes. I said, it's okay. Yes. And the office people go home early. and <laughs> Exactly. And then the next step um, was to have an assessment which was like a team building oh, um, right. exercise and we were watched, I guess you'd call it like a panel, were watching us in the background um, to see how we went and and then we had an interview um, with the recruitment agency as well and once again sleepless nights, uh, a sleepless night and I think, you, I think you went through every emotion with me, poor thing, <gasps> as a did. mentor. Yeah, <laughs> I, I do recall one text session and I said just Sleep easy tonight. It, it'll <laughs> all be you fine. You'll find out tomorrow. And then the next test, I said, "But I won't sleep." <laughs> exactly. So uh, I didn't. I didn't get the answer on that one until uh, not not the end of the day, but actually um, just before midday the next day. So, wow. um, and and then after that, it was the medical and uh, all clear and and got the answer on the Friday afternoon. So. Um, then went on the Monday and had my, my sign-up day with the apprenticeship board or traineeship board. So that was very yep. exciting. Yeah. And ordered my uh, shirts. Oh. Yeah, for um, the mine. So that was just fantastic. And I still am pinching myself, but uh, very exciting. Very exciting news. Oh, absolutely. And especially in this current climate, as we speak, it's the end of 2015 and the resources industry in Australia is bottoming out big time, going below below bottom if there's such a thing. Yeah. People are still getting put off and this mine are hiring new people, so that's that's really a, that's a good sign. It is. Yeah. Yep. And um, gives me some heart to continue. I thought, oh, here I am starting this journey with Mad Mumsy right when no one's hiring any new people. <laughs> And then long come Karen. (laughs) So, Karen, can you tell us about the team building exercise? What did that involve? Okay. So, so starting at the beginning, um, we we just got some information. We were congratulated basically on, um, on, on getting to that level, which was great. And basically it was about seeing if we could uh, work together as a team and it was, I mean, I'm sure they have all different exercises each time. One was getting cups and, and placing them on top of each other with, you know, a, one at the top. And it was planning and, I guess, looking at safety issues as well to see if the safety issues could be recorded, what PPE you'd use and things like that. And just being watched the whole time to see what we were doing if we were working as a team. So that was really good. And then... and. And we passed, and they actually timed it as well. And then the next uh, thing was uh, we were given a scenario about an aeroplane crashing in Brazil and um, and if we were stranded and, and, and what resources we would use, we had to pick certain items and then explain why we chose that item um, as a survival item. And once again, we were just being monitored and checking how we went. Another thing that we were asked also was if there was someone we could be for the day, who would it be and why we chose that person. So, yeah, it was just very interesting. Obviously, there's all psychology behind it and, and why they do those sort of things. And then we um, had an um, I'm sorry, I have to interrupt yes. because I'm sure you, dear listener, want to know who you chose to be. 
Ah, now isn't you that... might you don't have to share. <laughs> it was very interesting because I don't know why this person popped into my head because when I thought about it further, this person probably um, was entrepreneurial and a male, and I can't believe I picked a male over over a female. Yeah, so I thought I would pick someone like that, um, but I actually picked Richard Branson. And if you think about it, he's kind of very much into carbon footprints and things like that. But I didn't. It was more about his entrepreneurial things and his safety with um, with Virgin Airlines, and I had flown them. So I was, his innovation, I think I was looking at, at more that sort of thing and ha- having a go at things. Oh, definitely. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's so known for that. Exactly. Yeah. And as I said, I don't know where it came from, but that's that's who I chose. So, yeah, yeah obviously went okay because um, I've got the job. So. you got the job. <laughs> Ooh, yay. That's the main thing. Okay, so what about the medical was it what you expected? Have you had other medicals before? I have had other medicals. It was basically the same as doing another standard 11, your cold board medical. No, no sorry, sorry, not my standard 11. Um, that's cold board medical. Is the and same there's a number thing. for that? Yeah, it's four, isn't it? Is it a C4? What is it? Um, section four. Section four. Yes. Section four for all of those. It used yes. to be called your black coal medical. Yes. Then it was your cold board medical, I believe. And now it's a section four. It sounds yes. like something <laughs> that would put you into the asylum yes, factory. Or a, well, a law. It kind of does, doesn't it? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, so um, yeah, so they just test your eyesight and you go in the little booth and have your hearing tested. Um, and how does that capacity? happen for anyone that hasn't had their ears tested before? What's involved with that? Um, you sit in a little booth with the headphones on and you listen for the uh, the noises. And, and when you hear the noise, you click the button, you put a little, a little buzzer and you just put your finger or thumb on that. And, yeah. And, yeah. Push it. and sometimes you think, did I hear something? Because it yeah. gets quieter and quieter. <laughs> and then does. there's different tones and pitches and, and you think, oh, is that a noise? I'm not sure. Exactly. So, yeah, it can it's be. true. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then also you have to uh, – your lung capacity to see um, if you reach a certain line on that. And you have to do a urine test <laughs> oh. with the nurse in the room. <laughs> oh, true. Yeah. 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 There are varying degrees of nurse in the room. Mm. Some just – leave the door open some I've had they're actually in the toilet yes I had that actually in the she toilet. was but she just turned her back wow so was it a small toilet or a, um it like, like a disabled a kind of yeah, yeah I guess that's not quite so no 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 you're in one corner she's in the other corner with her back <laughs> you so. have enough trouble getting it in the jar without someone being in there with you exactly exactly oh, um and as I said an eye chart very similar to what you you'd have um when you um have an eye test i guess and just see how that goes and you yeah. know like get left your driver's eye. license sort of thing yes yeah. Yeah. yeah and left eye right eye that sort of thing and then once that's all done i think that was all the tests and then you go into the doctor and the doctor just um has a feel of your abdomen and gets you to do some exercises some sit-ups things like that and has a look in your ears basically checks your blood pressure and has a listen with the stethoscope as well and then says yay or nay, whether you've passed or not. Oh, right. So did you have what they call a fit for work as well? What was that? Oh, fit for work. I was pretty fit, mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought. Yes. <laughs> but, but maybe not for work. Yeah, no. <laughs> they put you through the ringer. They make you do some very strange things. We'll actually go into this in, an, mm. in another podcast 
but um, you have to pick up varying degrees of boxes with weights in and do laps. The one that that I did, I had to go out the back around the clothesline and back inside, pick up another box up right up to 25 kilos and put them up on another thing. You've got to go up and down ladders. You've got to squat down on your hands and knees and do up nuts and bolts for three minutes. And you do the step up? Step up, all sorts sorts of things like that. Yeah, that's what they call the fit for work. So the section four is more about your hearing, your eyesight, your lungs, mm. your core strength's okay. That's not as full on as a mm. fit for work. I have done a fit for work before yeah. for, for housekeeping actually. Yeah, you would. Yeah, yeah, so basically you saw the GP and then also um, you then went to a physiotherapist and yeah. they did all that sort of fit for work. Thing. That's right. So I've done yeah. that before, so I know exactly what you're talking about. Yes. But in this case, no. Do right. you have to do all that? Oh, phew. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, you know, I mean, if you're fit, you can do it. Sure. But I, I remember asking why – do I have to squat down and do up nuts and bolts for yeah. three minutes? What's what? And they said, we get told what to test you for, but I believe it's to make sure you can crouch down enough to do a pre-start on your machine. Oh. And I said, oh, really? I need a ladder to do a pre-start on my <laughs> machine. Up, not down. <laughs> I need a step to get up, you know. I can understand the ladder. So, but like I say, we digress. So Yes. And... Their interview was that a, a panel or no? It was a one-on-one interview. Well, that's um, nice. That was great. Yes. By uh, I was lucky enough to get one of the ladies that were, who was actually out on site um, from the recruitment company, and it, it was good actually. You know how they always say you should do your homework on your company that you're going to be working for. Yes. Um, good tip. It is, and it's very important because she actually said to me, what do you know about our recruitment company? I mean, I could have told her about the mining company because, I, you know, I always get um, things on Facebook about that company, but I didn't know a lot about the labour hire company or recruitment company. I had not... um, I hadn't done my homework, and it was very interesting because uh, when I when I get emails from them, it is actually written on the email they were whatever rating of recruitment company in the world, what number oh. they are in the world out of a hundred. Yeah. Um, was it very high up? Or? Yeah, seven in the seventies. Wow. Out of the world, yeah, I think that's, that's pretty good. Yeah, and it also has on there um, all the different awards they've won and the years they've won them. Oh, wow. Right. So, did that I, make you feel better? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I sort of thought, why didn't I take note of this? Because I, I think because I she'd asked me the question and I thought I didn't know the answers. I then sh- thought I'm going to find out. And they would like that. Yeah, so that's basically what I did. So I just I looked at one of the emails and saw the information there and I just wish I'd had that opportunity to say, yes, I believe you won this award in, in 2014 and I believe you were runner-up in 2015 for this. So, Whoa, yeah. wouldn't that tick some boxes oh, yes. in the interview <laughs> process for but, sure? But um, I guess going through it, they were just asking me, you know, if I had a licence and I said, well, I've actually got my heavy rigid. Like, do I have a manual yep. licence? I said, I've got my heavy rigid. Why do you... Why do you 
you want to do the job? I guess it's you know an important question, which I answer, which I've actually you know mentioned on here. Yes, we practiced. Yes, we did on here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I was yeah. So, I for was the world to hear. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and it's really good because as she's going through, she's going perfect, perfect, perfect. I'm thinking, is she just saying this, or is it you know what she's you know wanting to hear? Yeah. So obviously, yeah, it was okay. So the interview interview went well. So that was another that was another good thing. That's awesome. There, yeah, we, it's nice to come out of an interview feeling good. But then you had to wait. Yes, <laughs> and then you weren't feeling so good. No, you were starting to panic a little and, bit, and weren't you? I think um, you may have asked me, or a friend might have said. So, how do you think you were, went? I that? asked you. Yes, I know, I and I think you. you always just say, "Well, I think I did okay," but that doesn't mean you know That's that right. they see it as that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, obviously it was okay. Yeah. Oh, that's good. And there's some good tips in there. Research the company. Does it have to also be major? Re- yeah, just, just have a little bit in case yeah. they ask a question like that. Yeah, don't go too heavy, yeah. you know, dictionary sort of thing or a novel. But <laughs> yeah. as long as that, you know, if you can rattle off just a couple of things. As I said, the thing was the answers were on the email the email, it was generically sort of set up there on each email that's sent mm. out from my recruiter. And yet I didn't even think to look yeah. until, yeah. yeah. So it is definitely worthwhile having. I, and from that I also took that another good point is if you don't know an answer, ask. Yes. And it's because that shows that you're willing to learn and you're like a sponge and you want to know everything. True. So if you, well, really, no, I didn't. I don't know that much about your company, you know. So, mm. you know, how long has it been going? Or whatever, yes. you know. Ask or, or who in whatever scenario or, it is, or yeah, is yeah. it que- is it Queensland based or yeah, things yeah. like that. Because yeah. it shows that you actually. I, I mean, I did care say a little bit. I did say to the interviewer though, um, I, I um, do get alerts for jobs, and I do, you know, I, I do go into the website and have a look. So you know, she yeah. she at least knew I was doing that. But yeah, and let's face it, how many people would rattle off how many awards they'd won you know true, I true. think you've, you've got that little <laughs> perfectionist there's another box I need to tick yes exactly but it's worked because you got the job that's correct and that's fantastic <laughs> news and here we are um celebrating we'll just yes. have another quick cheers I on think that so. I think cheers so again yes yep. <laughs> I think in closing do you have any tips to share for what i endearingly call wannabe dump truck operators people out there who as we discussed at the start of this podcast really really just want a job in the mines as a dump truck operator well as i said before i would definitely get lisa's um dump truck discovery ebook yes the link will be in the show notes yes i think that's a great idea and just network and um, if you can get a mentor I think that is definitely worthwhile especially those times when you're feeling a little bit doubtful Mad Mumsy as one is great because she, she'll pick you up and, and go through all the emotional and sleepless nights with you <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it's, I, I think that's very important um, I guess yeah do a little bit of homework um, as I think I mentioned before, I actually had a visual board as well. Yes. I found that great because yeah. every morning, you know, you don't have to do anything. It's there, you know, put in some things like a picture of yourself with a dump truck, um, you know, name maybe put a couple of companies down that you would be interested in working for and 
I mean, I know everyone's not into that that sort of thing. I think it's a positive thing anyway, just just to know that it's there and, and you know, that you, you can see. It keeps you focused as well. Yeah. If you're yeah. feeling a little bit lost, you can go, no, there's the picture, that's what I want. And you're telling the universe exactly what you want. They don't have to guess. Yes. The angels don't like to guess. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's, that's true. That's a little bit wee-wee, but that's, yeah, yeah. that's how Mad Mumsy is. So congratulations. Thank you. And thank you so much for joining me in my donga. And we are having beers because not only did Karen get a job as a dump truck operator, but I have finished my shift. Yes. Yay. <laughs> and and I'm on I've done my five days and I'm on break. So I can have a couple of beers in my room and I'll head off in the morning. Yeah. So. I, just a little bit more. I guess the um you know, the downside is you've got to sacrifice with things. Christmas is coming up and sadly I won't be able to spend it with my family but at the same time they know how hard yeah, and what a journey it's been and, and they, they understand that. I mean, they'll be getting parcels for Christmas so I'm sure they'll enjoy that of opening them but they know that, you know, when I have my roster day or, days off, I can be with them. So, yeah, I think that's you've, you've got to be willing to sacrifice situations Definitely. like that a huge part of mining lifestyle mm. is you miss out on a lot of things and if you head to mad mumsy website you can read lots of things all about that yeah. but um you also get a lot and we yeah. most mines at least here in queensland which is where mad mumsy is based are even time roster mm. so yes we work long hours and we work for a week at a time or five days or whatever, but we also get a week off for five days. Yes. So make the most of your time off and with the family, and then when you come out to work, bring a little bit of the family with you. True. And it's really good. I, I'll just, I'll just mention this, and then we'll close off because we're coming up to our time limit. The amount of times that I see, especially guys sitting in their room or they're walking around and they're on FaceTime and you can hear, mm. I love you, Daddy. And I'm always like, oh, it's so Skype. cute. Yeah. yeah, FaceTime or Skype, Skype. that's right. And, yeah, so and, lovely. And, you know, it depends where you are, whether you've got service and everything, but um, we're lucky here we've got a new, well, a a, new tower. So Yeah, and that's the joy of technology, mm. the positive of technology that you can keep in contact that's with each it. other. And little, little things like I wrote about as well, Bring a picture of the family with mm. you. Bring bring a teddy. Yeah, bring a teddy. Because if your son knows that you've taken a piece of him with him, oh, this is my favourite teddy, daddy or mummy, take it with you yeah. out to work. And they, you know, it's little things. That, yes. And they add up. Yes, you're away from family, but there are ways around it. So um, it's worth it, I believe, yeah. for a no, great lifestyle. I think you're right. And also, as I have been housekeeping and I do see a lot of rooms and those sort of things, you do see pictures in the rooms. And it's so lovely to walk in and see oh, that. Or, nice. or you're the best dad and or happy Father's Day. And, you know, just it, it is. It's really touching. You just sort of. To see that, it's really lovely. That so. is lovely. Yeah. Oh, you bring a tear to my oh. eye. We're supposed to be celebrating, <laughs> know, and we are. <laughs> Thank you, Karen. It's been Thank wonderful. You. And we will catch up again. Karen will definitely be back on Beers with a Minor podcast as she continues her journey. I can't wait to hear all about how you <laughs> felt when you first drove the truck. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> stay tuned to that one. I'll add links in the show notes. And until next time, thank you. And 
thank you for coming on my journey with me. Oh, we've only just started. <laughs> oh, we're, we're getting a little bit along now, a bit yep. further. But yep. No, yeah. that's fantastic news. Thank you again. Thank you. <laughs>